This is the Intrepid Double Seven Podcast. Welcome to the Intrepid 007 Complex. The Intrepid 007 Complex has graciously invited the James Bond Complex to his episode where we discuss everything from Fleming to film and everything in between. Oh! <laughs> oh okay. Nicely done, nicely done. It's quite titillating. So welcome to part two of our uh, exciting episode about... Uh, well, we, we got through all the Diana Rigg stuff and the, the Tenet stuff, and now we're into the meat of it, the No Time to Die trailer. We had two trailers, the two-minute, two-and-a-half-minute version and the one-and-a-half-minute version of, for the international, for some of the international regions that had some extra shots. So let's start here. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, think this, I think this is how we should start off. Uh, first impressions from everybody. I'll start with you, Edgar. Oh, that's very sweet of you, uh, Jason. Uh, I was um, I was very impressed. I I think what uh, what struck me was, uh, you know, it's the fifth Daniel Craig film, his last, and I feel like it's the first time we're gonna get a bit of an old school villain plot. We haven't had that so far in his tenure, and uh, the movie appears, or the trailer at least, strongly suggests that 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 is the. Uh, the road this film is taking, uh, something he he's, even know me, the double O, the Sarmin young woman says, you know, he's going to kill millions. And, uh, the line, if we don't do this, you know, there'll be nothing left to say. Like, oh boy, there's a, looks like there's a Bond movie going on in the background right there. Um, yeah, so it looks like this, the stakes are going to be very, very high this time around uh, which is a nice change of pace from Spectre uh, a movie that I still enjoy to this day but you know what are the stakes of Spectre nothing really <laughs> so yeah and lots of action lots of action it certainly feels very epic is someone uh, throwing dishes at a cat uh, hold on <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought it was at I thought it was at Emory's place. No, I heard a meow in there somewhere. I was like, (laughs) "There's a fight going on." It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) And then, then, uh, who wants to go next? Or I could go if you guys. You go. You go, Jason. Go ahead. Uh, To add on to Edgar, uh, exact. um, That's what I uh, liked about watching this trailer. Was like it felt like the finally the quintessential. After like a 10, 15 year road, uh, we finally came to a quintessential Bond film. And based on the trailers, not that I know the plot or anything, uh, Sapphin kind of reminds me of a Carl Stromberg or a, or a, or a uh, Hugo Drax. And like he says, I just want to make this world tidier. And, <laughs> and speaking of that, uh, this is just a fan theory. It's, I, like I said, I don't know anything is uh, because uh, Christoph Waltz steals a steals a line from Nixon, uh, Nixon's uh, foreign secretary, uh, uh, Henry Kissinger's uh, foreign policy. Your en- your enemy is my enemy. So like, so uh, I heard in back in the day uh, when they were making Spy Who Loved Me up, uh, one of the plot points was that that Stromberg was supposed to be a rogue Spectre agent who overthrows Blofeld and all his agents, and maybe we're kind of getting that with Saffin. And mm. there's a lot of, there's a lot of hints of. Spy Who Loved Me in 
the trailer, like such as the Saffin layer looking like the Stromberg's uh, lo- it, uh, the oil tanker. I can't the name. Ipharus. Uh, Ipharus, yep. And uh, the glider that came, comes out of the the C-130. It reminds me of Living Daylights and uh, Die Another Day, but once it enters underwater, that was like a very spinal lummy vibe. And so maybe they're because I you know you know the Eon is known for like using plot points that they didn't use in other films and maybe now that they have full rights to Spectre, they could use that as a plot point to like bring back Christoph Waltz's Blofeld to his extent, maybe overthrow him, kill him off, whatever. But you know, bring that spy who loved me, the original spy who loved me plot back. And uh I was talking to a lot of my friends about the No Time to Die trailers and most of my quote unquote non bond friends friends were very very excited for no time to die after seeing the second tra- second and third international trailer and that made me really happy i was like yes all these non-bomb fans <laughs> want to go but on the other hand my friend miles patterson up uh, and uh tag tag is a uh, podcast it's called movie math podcast so that he gets a shout out is uh he said he liked the trailer but he didn't quote unquote love it because uh he felt the trailer was a little bit too too mainstream with that just epic action like here and there because like, it was like because in in a way it was kind of like the way avengers endgame or mission impossible trailers were advertised was just like a non-stop action just like wall-to-wall action and and he says he says no doubt he'll see it on opening day but he's quote-unquote like he's like not like as ex- he says it, it just felt too mainstream at the same time it didn't feel like you're like purist james bond but at the same time he'll he's still excited to see it but but long story short all my non-bond friend like all my norwegian friends who were happy to see the atlantic road in the trailer they're they're all excited to see it because even though they're not really like diehard bond fans and i was like yes our movie's got to make money man we need to make uh i need to find casual bond fans and get them to show up to the theater in november that'll be my mission I don't think it'll be too, too hard because, um, I mean, uh, within a couple hours of everything coming out, my friend Peo that you guys met at uh, World James Bond Day last year, um, he was like, have you seen the trailer? It looks really good. Um, I mean, I love the trailer. Um, I, I thought the, honestly, the, the, the stereotypical, you know, nonstop action thing was kind of the action part was missing from the other trailers. I mean, now we get to see the bang, 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 um, <laughs> kind of action of everything. Uh, I, I, that kind of helps a little bit for me to get more excited because that's kind of what I want to see. Cause you see him in all these different scenes where he's, you know, the whole tactical uniform that he's got from NPL with all the straps and all that, that have all been identified. And, you know, he's, he's really geared up to, to go after whoever Safin is. Now we finally get a good look at Safin what he's all about. And I'm getting a lot of not necessarily Spy Who Loved Me vibes. I'm getting a lot of You Only Live Twice vibes. I'm getting that whole Garden of Death vibe from, uh, from yes. Saffin. Mm. I'm really getting that, especially in that scene where they're, they, they, they're those, those two um, people, I guess, are cleaning out a pond the pool. or something. They're, and they're then the pool cleaners. <laughs> the pool boys. But, mm. but there was that <laughs> line about uh, making it a, uh, a cleaner place. Like, is, is it full of piranhas? Are we getting something are we getting like a, a a cliche bond moment where he's got a pool of piranhas where he's cleaning up by feeding 
you know, his enemies to piranhas or something like that. Um, I get the whole, you know, link to Spectre and maybe he's trying to overthrow Spectre, which could work. But in my the back of my mind, I'm kind of keeping it the, the idea that Christoph Waltz is probably done as Blofeld and we're probably getting a soft reboot for the next movie. So they're, they're not going to there's not going to be any loose ends at the end of this movie. There's not going to be, you know, if, if Christoph mm. Waltz is being overthrown, he's dead. Or they're just not going to address it. They're, they're, there's no, they're going, they can't, with all the, the remarks they've made about Daniel Craig's age as Bond in these films, I don't see a way of them kind of retconning things or having the next Bond actor continue in the same timeline as Daniel Craig. I really think they're going to go like they did with Brosnan to do a soft reboot. So the, the one thing that I don't expect from this movie and from what I see with the trailers is I don't think they're going to tie up any loose ends. This is it. I mean, Terry Fukunaga in that uh, nar- the narrated trailer that he gave, he says he explicitly says, this is the final chapter of Daniel Craig. And I think he, he chose his words carefully. And uh, uh, two more things I wanted to say about uh, trailer the trailer before I before I give it off, the mic off to you Matthew is uh, I like that we saw different angles of what we had already seen because like just like Avengers Endgame they didn't show too much but like showed us just a different perspective of what we already saw and it to, this trailer showed like you said Emery like showed me what Sappin was or like kind of gave me a glimpse of what Sappin was because like it showing what Sappin and his kind of purpose is like that that's finally set for me i mean until this second and third trailer i really couldn't tell you what the plot was because like saffin was barely advertised but now i'm kind of getting a sense of what the movie's plot is so i was really happy about that and this uh, what was this what was the uh, next next point that i was going to make the next point was anna diarmas Oh, <laughs> oh! That's an important part, and I think we all glossed over. I mean, does not does she not look absolutely badass? And and uh, Wachana Lynch as well, but in particular, Anna Diarmas is particularly looking badass in that scene and in every all the set photos we've seen. Um, I, I love the way she uh, unrolls the tuxedo because like I don't have to say because I I know the brand has been identified, but I I use the same type of a. Uh, suit roller that she presented me. <laughs> okay. yes i was like i have seen she has class it's a tom ford right the, the suit is a tom ford it's the tuxedo, tom ford tuxedo's tom ford but like the suit the tuxedo carrier was was identified this morning i don't know what the brand is off the top of my head but i have something like that for my when i carry my suits over you know like mm. Wherever, so. She gives him a little smile, I think, too, when she shows him the. Uh... <laughs> I can't wait for that scene. Why is she smiling? She, she. I, I have a feeling it's sort of like he's going to be happy. I, I knew he needed a tux. Here's your tux. <laughs> it's tailored. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are dinner jackets Size and there are dinner jackets. This is the latter. Mm. No, she looks pretty fantastic. Uh, Matt, what, what were your feelings about the trailer? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I told you my my impression of that of that trailer. It was pretty good. It was, it pretty, was good. pretty good. Pretty I'll, good. I'll I'll rec- I'll recount the t- retell the tale. Um, so I was I was telling Edgar, you know, it, it's kind of like you're making out with 
this girl and you're really into it yeah like yeah, you're doing all uh you're, you're getting ready and she gets out goes to the bathroom and puts on a, a, lingerie, a sexy lingerie I'm like, I'm, and I'm like, okay, we're, we're gonna make out again. Like, I'm ready to go, lady. The bathroom's over there, and the bedroom's over there. Like, I'm, I'm ready to go. This is kind of like, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I love trailers and I love James Bond, but just I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the movie to be released. I'm like, and I'm so not sure that the movie is gonna be released in November. I, I'm, I'm gonna get cinematic blue balls from this. movie. There's a line from uh, from Goldeneye that's perfect. Uh, no more foreplay. Well, uh, yeah, no more foreplay. <laughs> As for the trailer itself, uh, it's a lot more fun, a lot a lot more jazzy. I, I, I do like when I was watching the trailer, especially near the end. Like I was thinking of Jason's, like, oh, it, it's the Spy Who Loved Me. We are back in the Spy Who Loved Me, and we have a Doomsday like weapon of some sort. Oh, and I didn't pick up on the Garden of Death, uh, Emery, Jason. Uh, good, good get there. I'm like, oh, I, uh, we both exterminate people. I just want to make it tidier. Um, it's a great line. It's a great it line. Is. Like, there's it a is. fun character. Like, it's I, I got a lot more fun of that sequence. It's less morose than the first trailer. The first trailer really was like, hey, we all keep secrets. I'm like, I'm done with secrets and being a morose Mandarefer. I I want James Bond to have fun, and it looks like a fun movie. Like I had fun watching the trailer when he's like with with uh, uh, Anna de Armas, and he's smiling, and he like it looks like a fun movie. I, for the first time, it doesn't look like. I want to cut my veins and I don't want to be a spy. No, he's, he looks like he wants to be back. And, and I even liked, uh, what's her name in the movie? Uh, Lea Sadu, Nomi or? No, no, Naomi, Naomi, Naomi. Yeah. I, 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 I like, and I, it's, it, it's all the character beats, the little delivery. When she, what she, what's the line? When she says, oh, he's going to kill all the people. She has like a, sort of a anguish in her voice. And Bunce, if we don't do this, like it, it, it's it's fun. You get more characters from the more of these characters, the new characters from the trailer, and a little bit with uh, Q when he's sort of saluting. And I I showed the trailer to my sister, and my sister, you wouldn't know that she's my sister because I'm a pop culture junkie. Uh, my brother picks up uh, a little bit on, on of my craziness, but my sister is sort of like Tafun. She does not. Like care at all for James Bond, and I showed her the trailer. And one thing that she was like, "Oh, that's that is kind of cool." Is the plane, the plane that that, that apparently mm. transformed into a sub, and like, oh, that's, that's actually cool. they should really market that thing. I, they should turn it into a toy. Like, I would, yeah, like, I, I hope they turn it to I mean, like, it's, <laughs> but I they mean, don't uh, do that enough anymore. That's that's what disappoints me is they don't make enough Bond toys anymore. Oh yeah, they do. But the Q swatch on right now. <laughs> mm. oh, yeah, see, that's that's a derived product for adults. I want a toy. I want like an actual toy for kids. Like yeah. an actual toy. Emery for wants toys. Toy oh, wants I'm, toys I'm, now. I agree with Emery and I. I think we are on the same space page when it comes to toy and and things that you, you know. I I, I like. You know, I'm not a big into Focal Pops, but I'm I'm happy that people are buying them because it says the brand is relevant. 
same with big chief studios like i'm I'm glad people are enjoying them this they're not my type like they're one's too big and too expensive and i'm like yeah you you, you get one and it, it, it's okay that's 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 your doll it's on your shelf it's too big for me yeah. and the, the funko pups i don't i i i don't they're dust collectors to me like i have a few i might actually <laughs> buy more like i i i'm so desperate for for a decent bond product uh that yeah but i i want my six inch action figure that's all i want that's all yeah. i want from me on uh but that's they will make it though no it's they time won't. to patent uh, it's time to patent my water ppk <laughs> What you know that what I saw on the 007 store, they I don't know if it's already out. It might already it might be available available just in, on the British site, but they they're coming out with uh, re-releasing, I should say. The I saw the mo- the Moonraker model kit. Uh, recently. Oh yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, like I, 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 even that, I'm like it's it's basically the space shuttle. Okay, there, there was one from the 60s, which is Sean Connery sort of leaning on the wall, the model kit. I'm like, they should, re- like, I know they re-released it in the 90s, but I wish they, like, it's probably like 100 bucks for for that kit today. I'm like, yeah, just release it. Please, we're craving. One thing I saw, and I'm actually probably going to buy them, is villain stickers uh, for, for for your laptop. That's enough, so, yeah. Or like Zorin, the Zorin Industries and all that. Yeah, the Moonraker one. I'm like, I'm... Oh, back to... Back to the trailers. Uh, Sorry. From everything that I saw, uh, I don't think I, we saw any new Daniel Craig outfits that has already been shared multiple times by no, you know, the just... content creators. I feel, but uh, I, but I, what I really wanted to know was uh, no one has identified, but maybe when we get closer to the film, we will. Is uh, I want someone to identify Q's outfit when he's in the C-130 before the uh, the the glider glider submarine goes out. It's like me being the engineer, the Q. Or the Bond comedian, I was like, I want to see. I really want to know what his outfits are because I, I want to buy that. Because Ben Whishaw is pretty, is a very well dressed cute in the past. Mm. Few films, so. Yeah, he is. He's pretty well dressed. Better so than uh, John Cleese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. John Cleese he, was he wearing the, uh... just a lab coat. Those yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you, you wasted everything on. On such a potential for for a better, we're well, not a better cue, but a different cue. And I like the direction that they went with Ben Winchell because it's um, it's, it's it's not necessarily the direction I would have gone if I was the casting director. I would have maybe gone maybe in a little bit of a different direction. But I mean, he's just they've proven that the character model of having him younger and and younger than Bond just works in the same way as as Desmond Wynn worked in the past mm. as being older than Bond. So if he st- if he stays on as Q, then it will be the first time that Bond and Q could be the same age and compatriots. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the jock uh, and the other, the nerd. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And then, uh, and this is a, this is a thing for you, Matthew, is, uh, as I rewatch this trailer, as I've watched all the No Time to Die clips is, uh, man, the cinematography is gorgeous here. Like, I mean, Linus Sangren is a very reputable cinematographer yeah. on his own because, he did La La Land, which had blush colors. First Man with Ryan Gosling as well. And a movie that I particularly adore. It's not as talked about as much, but it, it's also just raving with a lot of colors and cool outfits. It's uh, David Russell's American Hustle movie with Christian Bale, right. Amy Adams. And that I've, movie seen that. Just, I've seen that. 
And to go back to Fleming, there's a scene where Jennifer Lawrence jams to Paul McCartney's Live and Let Die because the film's set in the <laughs> 70s. And I, I particularly like that scene. And just and I told this to you guys as a line, as I said, Linus Sangren's a reputable cinema, cinematographer on his own, but it's really aided because Kerry Fukunaga began his career as a cine, cinematographer. So having a director who knows your job very well makes the pro- final product mm-hmm. better because like he could be a hey Linus up try the aperture on this because you know you want to get a closer shot or, or further shots and like having a director who can direct a cinematographer I think clearly made a difference for this film yeah the colors look very rich in this movie in particular I noticed that in particular in in two moments uh three moments really Matera Italy uh the sequence the sequence that really strikes my curiosity these people infiltrating a tall glass building and blowing something up don't know what they're doing yeah, don't know who uh, those people are but the colors look very nice in that sequence and uh, and when we get to Safin's lair especially in this new trailer now that we get to see a little bit more of it i love that moment in the trailer where there's a uh, a sliding door that's sliding upwards and Safin is walking towards the screen and the light as the door opens up, the light is shining on, and that, that's a very beautiful shot. I, I can't wait to see that uh, in IMAX in, 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 in two or, or ten months. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, as I watched this trailer, I was like, now there's more locations I need to go scout because like, I knew about Atlantic Road and uh, Molde Alasan in Norway, but the Safin layer is in, or at least the exterior, the layer is in Faroe Islands which is like a Denmark Danish kingdom mm-hmm. island that so it's not part it's part of Denmark but it's kind of, it's like Greenland it's 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 its own it's technically part of Denmark but it's not it's but at the same time it's not it's kind of like it's like one of those islands and you could visit it and that's where I want to go next is because I want to see mm-hmm. where Safin's layer is and I was going to go to Denmark in October and <laughs> now knowing this information <laughs> I <I'm, laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'm sorry. What I'm happy to see, what I'm happy to see, is that they've got a lot of large interior set pieces, like what, what we used to see, you know, back yeah. in the '60s. We don't have these, these, you know, these CGI backdrops or these models. We have really large set pieces that look just. I mean, the interior set design it looks plain to begin with, but it it just reminds me of like all the. Uh, what's that? Lewis Gilbert, who did uh, the work on You Only Live Twice. You Only Live Twice, Spy, Love Me, and Moonraker. The Monorail yeah. I, I really get that kind of vibe from the interior set design, especially the Safin layer parts, because it just looks like it's you've got these, these high ceilings, and it, it seems like very wide. You kind of get that impression like they, they spent a lot of time on the interior set pieces this time, rather than just, you know... Um, they're not as messy as they were in the other films. Like Spectre, the, you, you had the interior of the MI6, and it was just, it was nice, but it was all dark and, you know, clustered and uh, and, and things like that. And it's, it's nice to see, like, these big, wide expanses. Oh, yeah, not, absolutely. Not very imaginative. That's the thing. The, the, since, I, I mean, they, they've been, uh, since Die in a Day, they've been shying away from really crazy plots, uh, Wild exteriors. I well, mean, Casino Wild had one, uh, 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 an old bunker or a tank 
tanker where Bond gets tortured and the the, the finale in, in Italy. There was nothing like no crazy lair. The the the, the craziest lair was uh, in Spectre, where it was just a bunch of computers. There was not that. It looks like we're going to Cracker Land in no time to die, and I appreciate it. Uh, I I have been oh, no. missing Cracker in my Bond movies. <laughs> yep. The only thing that's missing is an army of color-coordinated soldiers. That's yes. the thing we're missing. No, that, but yes. there, there, were, yes. there, there, there were, but we just didn't see them because like, we saw those people in those orange hazmat suits. Exactly I, just, there. I hope they are. I hope you're right, buddy. Yeah, and then, I and definitely need that. And then there's that one scene where Nomi's on top of a lit edge and then she takes out her uh, machine gun and shoots at those red hazmat suit people. One-handed, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I gen- I'm very excited to see more about Nomi's character, and this is my fan theory. Like I said, I don't, I don't have a script or anything. Is uh, I think she actually is or was assigned to 007 number the entire time, and uh, and the scene in Money Penny's office where she says, "I can understand why you shot him." I think because Bond is when Bond is brought back, uh, he steals the number from her. He takes the number <laughs> she back. Gets dem- Do you I- think she gets demoted when Bond? No, like- I, no, I think she's. I think she gets that would work to... as a narrative I... that she gets demoted. Bond's back. You, you, you messed up. Uh, we're giving him his, giving him back his 007 number. Now you're just double zero. Well, that or... could that could explain why she seems a little bit cold towards him. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not, not saying demoted. I'd say she gets reassigned a different number, and she kind of gets pit, like you said, Emery. She is cold towards Bond until their final mission where they seem to be in pretty good sync. So that's just my theory. It's like she was 007, but once Daniel comes back, he takes that number from her and then she, she gets pissed. And then, and then we are where we are. In, in, in those uh, club scenes in, I think it's, it's in Jamaica. She, she's extremely well photographed when she has glasses on and the colors are just, oh. She, oh, she, yeah. she's very beautiful. Mm. beautiful. I, I love, she, there's an air of mystery. I'm like, uh, if she, if you, you could have an action figure of that sequence of her in that sequence, I would want an action like she just looks badass and sexy and mysterious at the same time. I mean, uh, I was talking to Jocelyn from Ladies uh, Ladies Who Bond, and she did a full video of, of that sunglass. I don't have, sorry, I don't have the name of it. And then I was like, you know, like with the expansion of like the supporting characters, not just Bond, but but like a strong female character. So I'm glad to see like this fan base expanding, not just towards men like us, but to, to females and have mm. like, you know, like content creation towards women. Cause like yeah. she, cause Jocelyn also did like, like, uh, what is it? The, the clo- the costuming of Leia, Madeline mm. Mm. and, and Nomi, but she hasn't done anything for, um, out of the armors or anything. Or Naomi, uh, or Miss Money Penny yet, but mostly Leia Sadu and Nomi, and then I'm glad to see like with these, with the introduction of these characters, like you're getting a full, you're not just your focal audience isn't just the sole like adolescent male, it's expanded, it's a pretty wide range of demographics that can go see a bomb movie. Question. Go for it. What do you think about the poster? Which poster? You the, know the, what I'm talking about. Last, last one. Oh, yeah, like you know you guys like, know which one I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Come on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Sorry about that. Uh, I liked it way better than the one that was released on James Bond Day last year. I think it's a way better. I think it's a much better angle shot. And I hope 
and I think it kind of it gives me like kind of a 60s vibe for some reason with just the way he's turning his tuck he's turning with the gun in hand it's with the tuxedo and hey uh just a thought is he wearing a tuxedo for his gun barrel this time Hmm. Is that the final poster, or is it just another? It's something just to reactivate the marketing. I think, I think it is a teaser poster. And then, because uh, it's it's the cover of the uh, music album. Yeah, yeah. but I and think there's it's a quad. The, uh, there's the, a quad too. I don't know if you guys have seen the quad, but uh, yeah, I've seen the quad yeah. poster. And I don't like the quad poster to be honest. I really don't like it. I, I prefer the other the character posters that they did with the the kind of the blue and the yellow. Yeah, that's it's more interesting. It's visually more interesting. They, they've gone beyond doing it in black and white or, or you know, the 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 kind of contrast that they've done before. The, the quad, I didn't like. The, the other, the one that he's just by himself and you kind of, you know, he's got the gun in the hand and he's kind of at that awkward angle. I don't mind that one so much, but it's still not my favorite. I like the, the end peel uh, navy sweater with the with the gloves and with the gun, I think that's the, ta- the tactical bond. The tactical bond is 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 uh, I'm really I'm really liking that look um, this time around. I think he, they they've nailed the look, and I think that that makes him look more badass. Um, I, I mean, he looks like a he looks like a SAS commando. And uh, while yeah. we're while we're on that like British military uh, heritage of Ian Fleming's Bond, I was really happy in the trailer when we got to see the Navy frigates like firing their uh, cruise missiles. Oh, at, yeah. The, or not cruise missiles, surface-to-air missiles, correct. I'm, I need to correct myself, at, at a specific target. And I was like, wow, this, so this is really going into like the root of Bond because Bond is a former naval commander. So, And now he's dressed like one and, and acting in combat as one. Oh, do you think it – oh, do you think we're going to see him dressed as a commander? I, 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 I hope so. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. I really, really hope so, but I, I don't. But Matt Spazer doesn't think he will. But okay, well, wait, I, wait, can, can I say uh, something? I want to do this for the edit. Uh, just redo it. Uh, answer the same question that he asked. Uh, we all said I hope so, but say it at the same time so I could use that in the edit. It's gonna be funnier. Okay, so fine, fine. One, two, three. I hope. I hope okay, so. okay, let's do it. Yeah, one, that's, that's, two, that's, that's, three, that's, and then go. One, two, three. I hope I so. Hope so. <laughs> Did we get it? I don't think so. Do you want to try it one last time? One, more time. one two, three. I, I hope, hope so. so. And, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, speaking of MPO, like this, after he loses his uh, MPO sweater, the beautiful MPO sweater while he's in combat, shame uh, in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh well, well there's that scene because you know in the first trailer we see him do the the alternate gum gum barrel to end the trailer but in this second trailer we see him walking down the corridor with someone shooting at him and then throwing the gum barrel and i was like yes that's confirmation to me like i was the, you know i was debating like is that the gum barrel or not but like at least like an affirmation that that won't be the gum barrel no i don't think it's going to be the gun barrel either i didn't but, I was kind of hoping it wasn't because I kind of felt oh, yes, like sir. you got to do the traditional. Like I, I don't like that they didn't do the traditional gun barrel, but now after seeing it, yeah, you're right. I, I don't think that's going to be the gun barrel. And right after that, you see him kind of chase down that Land Rover, 
yeah. and I think that was kind of like, okay, he's really he's hunting people down. Like he's he's on the run, and he's at, at some point in the movie he's on the run, and he's 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 hunting people down, and different outfits and different you know styles of going about whatever he's doing. I I, I think we're in for a good ride. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of rides, uh, I really hope the V8 Vantage makes oh. makes makes a, has isn't participates in a badass action scene. And I don't think it is though. That's what my feeling is. I think he's just it's just going to be like the DB5 Inspector, and he's just showing up in it. No, no. I I think there's a conscious decision why because like all the Norwegian papers showed him when they were filming the Atlantic Road in uh, Model Asan. Yeah, with the Valhalla. No, they they showed up the V8 Vantage with like Land Rovers behind them or going after it. So like I think, oh I didn't see that part. I only saw that there was the um, was it the Valkyrie uh, or the Valhalla? The Valhalla. Yeah, Valhalla. I saw that being filmed there, but I didn't know that the V8 Vantage was there as well. Oh, that, no. that that kind of changes things. So like I and then in, in the international trailer we see the V8 Vantage driving on the Atlantic Road itself. The things that was showing up on the uh, Norwegian press. So I was like yes. And uh, and because like that's I mean every, everyone knows that's my favorite Bond car and I really really hope that car does some badass action scenes with gadgets or not gadgets as long as it's a cool scene and I keep telling all this to all the Bond fans is like that RGT jacket that he wears when he opens the garage that's the one I mean no time from all the Bond films surprisingly enough I own the most clothing articles. From no time like any other Bond film for a film that's not even out yet, but that RGD jacket I really want to get, but I also which one's the that? reason I'm, the like the denim the suede one. no it's like the wax wax the, oh right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. sort of like removing the the coverage of the yeah. car okay. yeah yeah that one that's the one jacket I want to get because like it's it seems like something I would wear on a daily basis, but if it's only in that one scene I'm not gonna get it but after I see the movie and he's wearing it for a full chase, I'm buying it in a heartbeat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have another but question I'm... for you guys. Oh, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so I asked you a question about the poster. Now, uh, we're coming up uh, on a special day. Uh, yeah, by the way, we... Uh, if people who are supposed to uh, who sign up for our, our project, uh, uh, we're still waiting for for your uh, your collaboration for the uh, Casino Royale uh, fan commentary. So don't forget about us. Uh, but uh, it's also coming up uh, October fifth. Do you think that we're, what are do you think we're gonna get anything special? Because it's the uh, year that the movie's coming out. Uh, do you think we're gonna get anything on that day except maybe? Uh, we're changing the release date. We're proud oh, to announce that. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is what I think is uh, because back in back when Skyfall came out, uh, I mean Sky, I know Skyfall was a pretty unprecedented film as well too, in its own right. It is uh, prior to Skyfall, like I, it wasn't on James Global James Bond date itself, but like I think like around late September, early October, like Epics did a full. 10-minute documentary on the making of Skyfall, which was really brilliant. ESPN did a – ESPN, as in like the sports network, uh, they visited the set of Skyfall and Pinewood Studios and interviewed Sam Mendes and uh, Berenice Marlowe. So I think we'll get something along that line. 
I think we will get something special. I think uh, I wonder if 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 everybody's complaints about last year's Global James Bond Day will echo. Uh, and to say nothing of the point that when this year's Global James Bond Day rolls around the film, again, fingers crossed, the film will be a month and change away, a month and change. Uh, it would be remiss for them to not do something special. I, I suspect it'll be details about the premiere in whatever shape or form it's going to happen. I think we might get details about that. Uh, and if not that, it might be, I don't know, maybe some sort of an announcement about, uh, an early, like, a, like, a an early, an early PVOD release, like a few months later. I don't know something, but I think, I, I think I really do believe this year because of the movie that's coming out just a few weeks or a month after Global Bane James Bond, they, I don't think they can afford to not make this one special. I, I, I don't, if they let this one go by and they don't do something really cool, that's pretty bad because last year's was shit, frankly. I still enjoyed recording with you guys last year and, uh, and I gave uh, Sarah Borellas a, a rose after a concert. So I guess I enjoyed that. <laughs> Oh, it was a great recording. It was, uh, and then you know we we went to the to the casino no, after that. No. Like uh, our our yeah, global James fun. Bond Day was, was great, fun. but the officially branded global James Bond Day was a POS. I mean, get out of here, guys. <laughs> Disappointment. So you, you know, know, I, I had more I, fun. I, they watching. can't afford to make this one bad. They can't afford it. I had more fun last year watching David's stream than watching the like the, just the poster. The poster was. Is really yeah it was it was disappointing to be honest and i i think that in, on a marketing side um th- they'd be kind of you know to waste an opportunity to not do something the year that the movie's coming out i mean if they decided to not do something that would really surprise me i think if they do something it's, it's either going to be really good or it's going to be kind of lackluster like it was last year kind of like oh well you know another poster or another teaser trailer um, I don't know. I, I have the you kind of what? feeling that we might be disappointed, though. I, I have a like. I'm I'm just it just popped in my mind because they've been doing like DC fandom events. They did I think two three like is, is it yesterday that was the uh, anniversary of Star Trek? They did a, a yeah. sort of Star Trek convention online. Uh, do you think they'd be able to muster something like that? get a lot of the older like Pierce Brosnan is uh, able to turn a camera on and film himself in, in Hawaii uh, Femke Jensen participated I think in the X-Men panel I uh, get a few of uh, former Bond stars and do something like that I like I just I, I, I do you think they'd be able to do do something like that that sounds like actually the probably the, 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 now I'm thinking about it that's actually a Pretty good idea. Probably what they're doing. I hope so. I hope so. And I hope they get someone like uh, Timothy Dalton to participate this time because he's just nowhere near the Bond sphere. And we we got Pierce to do something. Maybe we can get uh, Tim on board to to help us out there and, you know, provide some some little tidbit of something. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm glad that this question about Global James Bond Day – all four of us came up with completely different answers. And I, as long as we get something of the four, I'll be happy. Yeah. 
True, true, true. That is a good idea, though, Matt. Uh, now, are, are they able to do that? I think no. so. I, I, able, able is there. They can do whatever the hell they want. Will they? I mean, give Zarisky yeah. a call. I mean, he did a pretty good, pretty solid well, events. Zaritsky's doing something, that's for sure. I don't know what, but I know he's doing something. Oh, for sure, I mean. It's the Z-Man. And we've got something cooking, too, for Global Big yeah. Kids Fun Day. Uh, it's, on a, it's on a Monday this year, though. That's the thing. Yeah, but yeah. We, we might be doing something on this Saturday also. But probably something a little bit simpler, a little bit more quiet. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll chat after the episode. Speaking of, uh, do, do, we, do we add... Do you guys have uh, more stuff that you can add to this uh, splendid discussion? I'm pretty much out. I think I'm tapped out as well on on what to add to what we're already talking about. Yeah, same with me. I'm, I'm I, I added everything I wanted about No Time to Die and Dame so, Dynamic. So mm. it means it's time for me to ask you one question. Do you have people everywhere? Oh, my neighbors are going to hate me. <laughs> I love that. That was the best one I've heard yet. <laughs> it's we almost 11 here. <laughs> we do have people everywhere. Uh, for example, uh, com, which is also the Tumblr account. We can be found on Twitter at the Bond Complex, Facebook Search for the James Bond Complex. Instagram at the James Bond Complex. We're hosted at Anchor.fm. And you, uh, you too, search for the James Bond Complex. Subscribe to us and tickle us with a thumbs up button. And if you just want to listen, well, there's Spotify, there's Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, where you can search for the James Bond Complex. Subscribe, write a review, and leave us a five-star glowing Golden Gun Review. Now, that's where we can be found. What about uh, Intrepid007 Podcast? Well, you can find me on uh, Instagram, at 007intrepid, uh, also on, hosted by Anchor.fm. Uh, you can find me on wherever you enjoy your podcast the most, the Intrepid007 Podcast. Uh, you search for that as well on YouTube. We've actually just got a video that just came out recently with Carmine Rusko from Live and Let Drive. Uh, he had a little <laughs> tidbit to a recent video. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see it, but there's a little tidbit of, of Carmine in there. Uh, and I'm on Twitter as well, uh, at the Wolf 7 Intrepid 1, I believe, because someone apparently beat me to my own name <laughs> <laughs> and also on facebook and if you're on facebook go and look up the uh, bond community cigar lounge we are there as well i'm one of the co-founders uh and we've got videos that come out on my channel uh there as well and, and uh, can, jason how about and you? you can uh you guys can find me on instagram at jsxo 88 where you go see all in posts of all shapes and forms from Fleming to film and everything in between. And thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at 007 underscore intrepid. The same for Facebook. And you can also find us on YouTube at the intrepid double seven. See you next time. Music by Incomptech. Copyright the intrepid double seven podcast.